Welcome to Spoonful of Sugar Podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hobbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. everybody welcome to this week's episode amy it is so good to see you pam it is so good to see you oh my goodness <sighs> i wish i could see you more often woman i know why did you run off to the cheese fields i i love cheese evidently <laughs> and you know what i'm gonna love what? is the kringle you gave me oh. just now thank you oh, so much sure, it looks sure. delightful well i wish i could say that i've tried a kringle but since i'm oh. gluten-free i can't actually eat the kringle but everyone that's had the Kringle in my presence mm-hmm. has alerted me to its deliciousness and how much I'm missing out on. <laughs> Isn't that depressing? <laughs> well, two things. First of all, considering I had no idea what a Kringle was when you first mentioned it, uh, perhaps you would describe the Kringle to us who are unkringle initiated. Oh, yes. And then secondly, why aren't they making the gluten-free Kringles for you? Secondly, I don't know. Uh, That's really dumb. I'm going to have to must. write to the Kringle people and figure this out why. Uh-huh. First of all, yeah. <laughs> uh, you said to describe the Kringle. What is a Kringle, woman? It's it's basically like a Danish pastry of sorts, almost like a coffee cake kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. pastry type thing. But the interesting thing about it is its shape. Okay. It's in like a giant oval. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a donut because it's not thick and puffy like that. It's yeah. like very thin, but it could have fillings like raspberry or strawberry or mm-hmm. I guess there's a root beer flavored one. <gasps> wow. Isn't that kind of crazy? I was at Bath and Body Works yesterday. They had for 50% off clearance root beer float candles. What? I did not get one, but oh, they were there. Oh, I love root beer floats. I, I do too. I did not buy the candle. That though. is my favorite drink of the summer. Did you know that? Oh, it's fabulous. Love, love it. Love root beer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to your Kringle. <laughs> wow. Well, anyways, that's what a Kringle is. And I was, so you sent me a picture of this delightful Kringle that you brought to me this evening. And I can't wait to dig in. It looks lovely. It's cheesecake. I love cheesecake. But I saw on, I think I said on the wrapper, uh, the state pastry of Wisconsin. (laughs) I didn't know there was a state pastry. I didn't notice that on the wrapper until you just said that. That's awesome. Well, who knew? Now we have a state pastry. I wonder what Illinois would be. Uh, If it had a state pastry. Maybe cornbread. We'd grow a lot of corn here. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's not really a pastry, but I'll give it to you. (laughs) It's a baked good. (laughs) It's a baked good. Oh, man. All right. Well, Pam, we should get to our icebreaker. Tell me all about it, woman. Okay. Well, as you- Break that ice. (laughs) Oh, I'll break it. As you know, what our our main topic is going to be for today is our spoonful six, which is basically a fancy way for saying, like, what's your top favorite six- Mm-hmm. things in this category. Uh-huh. So our category for today is going to be attractions. At Disney World. Spoonful six. Yes. Top attractions at Disney World. So our icebreaker, uh-huh. I think she kind of like go along in that theme. Alrighty. And tell me, Pam, what is your top attraction <laughs> for the Chicagoland area? If you can't get to Disney, you're stuck in the Midwest... Okay. Your top attraction. So, Amy, you and I had discussed this before we started recording, and 
were talking about, you know, things I could say, like museums and blah, 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 because, you know, Chicago. It's a fabulous, fabulous city. Yeah. Except maybe in January. But it's a fabulous city. Wealth of museums, gorgeous lakefront, culture, history, you name it. Yes. Libraries, all the things. You know what I thought of, though, just now? <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm afraid to ask. So my favorite attraction, like if I had just a day off. Don't say Chuck E. Cheese. No. <laughs> Please, no. No. We are Disney. We are a mouse-themed podcast. We are not a rat-themed at Chuck E. Cheese Okay, podcast. I was like, where are we going with this? Yes. Okay, okay. mouse-themed. Yes, not rat-themed. Um, oh, yes, so back to it. So if I had some time off to just go and do my thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my favorite thing to do is get a fancy hotel room for the evening and spend the night downtown. That's a good attraction. And yes, and then while you're doing that, you can also take in the shopping, the museums, yes. the, the whatnots. That's The great. restaurants. So I went with a luxury hotel. <laughs> that is right up your alley because even when you are at Disney, you always do like your fancy yes. DVC resorts and things like that. So I can totally see you just it's a home living base it up being, at a hotel. Yes, from yes. For being able to go and do the, the other things that normal people would want to do like the museums and that's the a great idea and, yes well you mentioned lakefront yeah and at first i was gonna say the milwaukee art museum uh, i'm in a suburb of milwaukee mm -hmm. so now we do have a ton of great museums in milwaukee and, and you I, were an art major i was an this art major so i was gonna say the art museum but then when i thought about it i thought you know what Sometimes I like to really just do nothing mm -hmm. and I don't even want to be touristy. I just want to like mm -hmm. legit just sit there. Yeah. So what is better than I am 12 minutes away from Lake Michigan from Aww, the beach. Yay! I love just going to the beach and bringing a book mm -hmm. and sitting there. And my kids, they don't really go in the water because they're giant babies. But what do they do? They bring shovels and they dig giant holes. And they <laughs> fill them with sticks and rocks. That's what they do at the beach. Good for them. But whatever keeps them occupied. Seriously. You know, I'm all for it. Yep. Or there's also the option of throwing rocks at seagulls, which sounds really bad. But yeah, that sounds bad, honey. It does sound bad, but don't worry. They've never actually hit one. <laughs> So the seagulls are safe. No seagulls have been harmed in the making of this podcast. Oh. All righty, Spoonful Pod friends, we are back, and you know what that means. It is time for the Spoonful Six, when I'm going to take you down, bum, Amy. Bum, bum. Take you down with my superior list of Disney World oh, attractions. Oh, excuse me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, today we have each picked our top six attractions at Disney World. Now, to give a little definition, people would go to a theme park, think about rides or whatnot, in Disney talk, they're called attractions. So this would include things you'd think of as rides, say, you know, everything from carousels to roller coasters, but it would also include shows and things like, oh, what was that one about Walt Disney over at Hollywood Studios that just closed? One Man's Dream. Yes. Consider an attraction you go Almost in. Almost like an exhibit is yes. what it was. Like memorabilia from mm -hmm. Walt Disney's life and then a little film at the end kind of yes. a deal. So all of these would fit under the umbrella that Disney calls attractions. So woman, 
You want to bring on your first one? Oh, what have you got? all right. All right. Well, I'm going big or going home for this first one. Okay. It's a roller coaster. Woo. It's one of my favorite uh-huh. because it has a Yeti. And it is Everest. <laughs> That's awesome. First of all, the queue is really a great queue to stand in. Yes. Also, if you don't want to stand in the queue, it's got the single rider line, ah, which is great. Uh-huh. Love that about a roller coaster. Oh, hun, I'm sorry to interrupt, but could you tell it, like, give us a little description for people who perhaps have not been to Disney World, do not are not familiar with sure. Expedition Everest and what that is? Sure. So Expedition Everest is the only roller coaster in Animal Kingdom. Is it? Okay. Well, now that they've added the whole Avatar thing, I don't think you would really consider no. anything. passage isn't, no. Yeah, so no. it really is the only yeah. roller coaster yeah, yeah. Okay. in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, you are heading to Everest. Mm-hmm. You are on an expedition, obviously, because that's the title of this whole ride. That would make sense. And... You're, you got your Sherpas and you're heading up the mountain and it's all snowy and ice capped. Uh-huh. And um, on the actual roller coaster, yes, this Yeti is chasing you. And there is a moment where you like see him and he is going to get you. And the, the roller coaster, it starts going backwards. It's so oh. cool. I love it. It, it, it looks like you're going to run out of track. Uh-huh. So that's terrifying in and of itself. And then it starts going backwards. How awesome is that? Thrilling. It's thrilling. So some people spend a great deal of money to get into a Disney theme park to be terrified. Yes. And there are others of us who say, hey, who needs that? There's enough terror in real life. (laughs) Enough sad things. I don't need to pay money to be frightened. Okay, fine. Well, if you don't want to go on a thrilling roller coaster ride being chased by a Yeti, what's your... Tell me what your number one is. I have never been on Expedition Everest. Oh, Pam. Ever. You're missing out. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But I'm going to counter your Expedition (laughs) Everest with... Something that I'm very proud of. Okay. Because I used to not ride anything thrilling at all. <laughs> Amy, stop laughing. I haven't finished my explanation. I used to not ride anything <sighs> thrilling at all, but now I'm willing to get on my number one, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. That's awesome. Was, was it this ride that you bought yourself a pin for? I bought myself a on? pin for, for all the rides that I'm, I'm brave <laughs> and strong and... That is awesome. Adulting my my way through life and getting on this ride, so I'm I'm very thrilled. That is a great ride, and it does also have a really great queue if you do. Yes, which is a long queue, but if you stand yes. through it, yes. So Seven Doors Mine Train is a relatively new ride over at Magic Kingdom. is based on Snow White and Seven Dwarves, obviously based, uh, and it takes you with the dwarves uh, through their day working in the mines. It is a, I will admit, is a mild coaster. Some could say family-friendly, maybe intro. There was an even more intro at Disney World, I'm guessing. Barnstormer? Is that a little more intro? No. No. Okay. Okay. I think this is the most intro that you get. I'm just trying to make me feel bad. No, 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 no. I love, I do love Seven Doors Mine Train. I do love that ride. It's a great, it's very well done. It's very well themed. Yes. It's fun. And 
It's a smooth ride. It's very smooth. It's very smooth. I My only criticism of it is that it's so short. It's literally yeah. like five seconds long. Yeah. Like, what? You're yeah. done already? Yeah. Yeah. I wish it could be yeah. longer, but it is a great ride. And because I was so brave and rode it, I got myself so indoors mine pin <laughs> to commemorate. That is perfect. I love it. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Once you stop laughing at me, I'm sure you'll be supportive again. I'm laughing again. with you. I'm laughing with you, Pam. Or near me. Or at <laughs> me. Or in your proximity. <laughs> yes. Okay, woman, number two for you. Okay, well, number two is another pretty exciting intense ride Pam woman so you definitely have not gone on this but if you did go I would buy you all the pins in the world that there were of this because it would shock me that you've ever gone on it uh-huh this is over at Hollywood Studios mm-hmm now there are two pretty intense rides over there but I went I haven't done either of them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I went with Tower of Terror. Nice. Because, again, the theming is so cool. Mm-hmm. It's like you're entering this hotel that's been shut down. And there's nothing left but, like, old photographs and cobwebs. And mm-hmm. maybe a few ghosts and <gasps> apparitions here and there. Ooh. But the thing that I really love about Tower of Terror, which is why I had to pick it, is because it's... It randomizes how far uh, you fall in the tower. It's oh my goodness. So it's the the basic premise is that it's a falling elevator. It's a, you're yes. you're supposedly in an elevator and the whole attraction is you yes having this terrifying thing where the elevator stops working, you know, quote unquote, and you're dropping stories upon stories in this building. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That That's a happens, good summary of it. This happens repeatedly. Yes. And, that's, and randomly. And randomly. And that's what I like about it because a lot of rides you go on and you, you pretty much know what to expect right. if you've been on it before, which is, right. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I love the randomness of the not knowing. Mm-hmm. You could fall one story. Or you could fall <laughs> 10 stories and it is like, ah, it is amazing. Oh. I love it. That's thrills hilarious. every I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. That's well, how much I love it. Either that I've got the air conditioning well, up too that high. Too. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, Pam, what's your next one? Your second. So for mine, instead of flying down to my death in an unmanned elevator, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to join with the Navi in Pandora. An avatar mm. on Flight of Passage, which is one of the newest and most popular rides. And it is it is a stunning, stunning ride. Uh, for those of you who have not been on it and are familiar with Disney World, a little bit like a cross between Soren and Star Tours, but on major steroids. That's awesome. So the idea is that, uh, first of all, okay, once again, I have not actually seen this Pandora movie that came out seven years ago, eight years ago. Uh, when I was in labor with my youngest child <laughs> seven years ago, my sister-in-law was babysitting the other kids, and they were in the other room watching Pandora on TV. Oh, my goodness. And I was in labor. Seven years ago, really? And blue people. I'm not into it. I think it was called, was it called Avatar? Oh, yes. Pandora's the land that they live the in. The land, Is yes, that correct? yes, yes. Yes. Someday, yes. girl, because I haven't seen it either, we'll have a movie night, and we'll watch Avatar, and Why? we'll eat popcorn. Okay, I'm in for the popcorn, but can we pick a different movie? <laughs> I'm just not into the blue people. All right, all right. Well, we'll just, we'll pick a Disney, at least it will have to be a Disney movie. Okay, okay, okay. All right. 
So, uh, I'm going with this ride. It is fabulous. The, I, the premise behind it is that you are somehow mystically or scientifically being linked, quote, linked up with a banshee, which is a cross between like a bird. It's like a flying dinosaur looking kind of thing. Cool. Uh, in this land, and once you are synced up with them, you can fly up and down, just like you're flying on a bird throughout this land. That's so cool. And it is amazing. It is the only ride where I think virtually every time I ride it, I literally laugh with joy. Aww. What other theme park attraction does that? I mean, that I, is I'm awesome. I'm just laughing for joy because it's so fabulous and fun. And yeah, I have a question because I haven't yes. been on this one yet. Yeah. But if you are prone to motion sickness, mm -hmm. would you get sick on this ride or no? I've heard of some people experiencing yeah. a little bit of that. I think it... It probably depends on how you fare with like a Star Tours, if you've done that before. Mm -hmm. Another sort of motion simulator or screen in front of your face gotcha. kind of thing. I think there are, there might be something too about where, which row you're seated on mm -hmm. for the attraction. Uh, Shannon Albert over at WDWPrepSchool.com talking about this on one of her podcasts. Uh, she might have stuff, she has tons of very detailed and well-informed uh, stuff over at her podcast so and her website. So if you want more about that, I would okay. look there. It has never bothered me, but if one is prone in that direction, that might be a thing for you to gotcha. investigate. Just keep that in mind. Keep okay. that in mind. All right. Good mm -hmm. deal. Okay. We are on to attraction number three. Mm -hmm. And for this one, for me, I put something that's not a ride. It's a show, and it's my favorite show in all of Disney World. I just love it so much. It's over at Animal Kingdom. Uh-huh. And Animal Kingdom has a couple of really good shows, mm -hmm. so it's hard to pick. But I had to go with Festival of the Lion King. Oh, that is so good. That is, it is oh. unbelievable. It is like you are just watching a Broadway performance it's right there. so well done. Yes, it's full of, well, fake animals. <laughs> People <laughs> dressed up as animals, yes. right? Mm -hmm. All the all the different animals from the Lion King. You have like your elephants and giraffes and birds and mm -hmm. just the costuming in the show is just so Fantastic. spectacular. Yes. And then not only do you have your your just amazing costumes, you have like a fire twirler guy. Oh yes. You have scary oh. scary but so amazing. I'm uh -huh. like entranced. You have like acrobat monkey people. Tumble monkeys or what they're called. Honey. Tumble monkeys. Tumble monkeys. Ooh. They yes. are amazing. Yes. It just, it blows my mind away every time I watch that performance. Mm -hmm. Just incredibly talented people in yes. this show. And singers and dancers. Singers and dancers. And this ballet dancer. And they like twirl up in the air. Yes. On like silks. Oh. And there's like acrobatics. And it, you literally you think you must be in. And it's done in a theater in the round mm -hmm. type of thing. And there's audience participation uh, minimally. My and, husband got picked the last yeah! time. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that on video, woman? I want to see. I have I have uh, pictures of it. I don't have uh, it on video. I wish I did. Fabulous. But yes. I love that show. And I... Honestly, Amy, I probably would have put Festival Lion King down if I had thought of it. You know what? And like you mentioned, because it's theater in the round. Yes. There are no bad seats. Yeah. Like yeah. any seat that you get is relatively close mm -hmm. and up close to the action and yeah. a good view no matter where you're at. That's love I it. love that show. Yes. Make it a point. Go see that. Yes. Go see it. 
Well, woman, my number three yes. is the ever-popular and fantabulous Toy Story Mania. I love that one. That Yay. is a very good one. Amy, do you realize they just changed the name of it? No. What? So it used to be Toy Story Midway, Midway Mania. Mania. Mm-hmm. It is now just Toy Story Mania. Okay. Evidently, so they've just redone the entrance. Right. So the entrance used to be where it used to be. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm following along. I know. I'm so helpful. Um, but I have no sense of direction. But with the now open Toy Story Land, which neither of us have seen yet, they decided they wanted the entrance to that attraction within Toy Story Land. Well, that makes, makes sense. Perfect sense. Yes. So they've redone that. The entrance, the, the, the attraction is still where it's always been. Mm-hmm. But the entrance has a new location now, which makes sense. But in the midst of that, they changed the name too and took the word Midway out. Well, it's less of a tongue twister. There you go. And if you're abbreviating it in your notes for mm-hmm. like fast passes or whatever, it's a little simpler. Okay. <laughs> it's one letter, letter simpler. So there you have it. <laughs> I'm glad that your life has been made that much easier now, Amy. Anyhow, for those of you who haven't been on it, it is like the Midway Games of the, you know, the old carnivals. Or you might have your your local carnivals that come to your town we have like a back to school carnival that always comes every year and so the simple games of you know shooting the darts at the balloons or you know shooting down the ducks or whatever those things are so the idea is that you ride in this vehicle and you and whoever you're next to you're competing so it's that fun thing because there aren't too many rides at disney where you get to compete and so the competitive people they get to, you know, do their little song and dance and shoot down a bunch of stuff and have a lot of fun. And doesn't your arm hurt, like, oh, after a while? After, yes. like, pulling that trigger so yes. many thousands of times? Yes. So annoying. But so you annoying. know, you know you're a winner if your arm hurts. This is true. But I never actually win. Oh. My husband always gets the highest score. Oh, me too. Annoying. We gotta take him down, Pam. Annoying. United oh. Front. Or we just go together. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just both lose. <laughs> But that is that's a good that's a good yeah. attraction because yes. it's so hands-on and yes, it's interactive. Hands-on. I love yes. that. Yes, and that's competitive. Great. So it's a different kind of feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know what's not competitive? <gasps> Tell me. Our number four answers <laughs> for the spoonful six because we put the same Yay! one both in our number four spot. Love it. Although mine aren't in any t- t- you know yeah, specific mine order. Mine either. But say say what it is. Soren. Yay, Soren. We love it. We love it. So the premise of this attraction is you're in, what, a giant hang glider? Basically, yes. essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. And you are, well, the newer version of Soren is Soren over the world. Yes. And so you are in this hang glider far above all these different attractions from around the world. Yes, there's a Taj Mahal. You go over polar bears and mm-hmm. ice caps and uh, the pyramids. Eiffel Tower, yes. well-known landmarks around the world. And it's 4D, which means not only are you seeing and hearing and sort of gliding through the air, mm-hmm. but you're, you're also smelling. Smelling, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember um, in the original Soren, yeah. they had when you fly over those... Uh, orange groves, and yes. you just have that smell of oranges, or when you're flying over the ocean and you have mm-hmm. that like ocean smell. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so cool. That sets Disney apart from every other theme park. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Amy. I did the old Soren once. 
What? Because I went on it. I had, at the time, my daughter, daughter Moana, was, I want to say she was like six years old. And she and I were riding together. The rest of the family was somewhere else. Uh, got on this thing. I was terrified because <gasps> it went up in the air. And I remember having <laughs> Amy sharing a story. Laugh at me later. Okay, and I, re- I remember literally going back to that place where I was remembering my Lamaze breathing <laughs> and breathing and trying to get, and I was like holding onto my daughter next to me. And, oh, and no. she still raised up. I was like, mom, you're holding my hand so tight. It was a fun ride. What's the problem? (laughs) I was so scared. Oh, Pam. But I do much better now. And I have a Soren pin as well, I believe. (laughs) Amy. Of course. Amy. We're supporting (laughs) Pam here. Supporting. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) And now I can enjoy it and have a wonderful time. I'm supporting the fact that you are now enjoying Soren. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for your support after you stop laughing at me. Oh, my goodness. As long as you're laughing at me, can I go on with my number five? Of course. Okay. My number five is... Ta-da! The Grand Fiesta Tour! (laughs) I love that you put this one. It's so random. It is random, but it's not random for us. So I'll explain. This is a touching story. So we've talked before about my nine-year-old son, Dash. He has autism. He's rather on the severe side of the spectrum. He loves the Grand Fiesta Tour. Because he loves Donald Duck. He loves Donald Duck. So if you haven't experienced, the Grand Fiesta Tour is a slow boat ride. It's kind of like small world Mm -hmm. Mexican style. Yeah. And it's in the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot in World Showcase. And typically, it's a walk-on. So you can just get on that puppy, you ride the boats, you see Donald and his two other bird friends, mm-hmm. Jose and Panchito, maybe? I don't Oh, we should remember. know this. Or was there a Jose Carioca? <gasps> we are such bad podcasters. I thought podcasters. it was like three caballeros or something. It's a three caballeros, but so Donald, Donald is, one, is of one of them. And he has two bird friends. Okay. We'll go with that. All right. Three bird guys out for a good time in Mexico. Awesome. All right. And so you go through this ride, and it's a lot like Small World. Mm-hmm. So you see uh, idealized versions and puppets and dolls representing Mexico, and there's some film work woven in as well. Sure. Sort of this kitschy, you know, 1980s kind of look to it. <laughs> it hasn't been updated too recently, uh, but it's very fun. And my son loves it, and we can always get on. And when you're in World Showcase, sometimes it can get really hot yes. out there in the Florida sun. So it's a great escape down to that cool, dark, beautiful land. It's it's really lovely. Yeah. So it just holds a sentimental place. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Well, for my number five, uh huh, it's a little bit on the other end of. The uh, thrill factor. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the sweet, touching story. No. Of the slow boat ride. No, no. Okay, what is it, woman? It is a fast car ride. Uh It is Test Track. Ah. Also at Epcot Uh in the future world. I did that this last time, Amy. Aren't you impressed? I'm very proud of you, Pam. Thank you. Well, Test Track is super cool because Uh you get to essentially design your own car uh-huh. you get to design like what the body looks like what kind of engine you're gonna put in it and mm-hmm. the wheels and mm-hmm. any kind of like fancy stuff like a cool spoiler or Ooh. whatever you and know. the colors and, and paint jobs uh-huh. yes you want flames on the side or whatever <laughs> so basically you this is what we need flames on our minivans oh, amy yeah you and i we could be the cool moms oh with flames gosh. on our minivans girl Ooh. yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so 
Actually, I wouldn't make mine look like the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> Could I have like a Cheshire Cat vehicle? <laughs> I would love that. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So for a test track, you design your own vehicle and then you take it on a spin in the test track where you enter a vehicle, but all the... I don't know how to best say this, but all the vehicles actually look the same, but they're going to perform as if you were in the vehicle that you designed. So you basically go through all these different, like, how's the wind resistance? How is the speed pickup? Mm -hmm. Is it energy efficient? You go through all these different tests mm -hmm. on the track. Yep. <laughs> and yep. then at the end... Uh, you get to see how your car performed in relation to all the other cars mm -hmm. of the people that designed them, you know, during your same ride grouping. Yes. So it's really cool because, again, like kind of what we were talking about Midway or Toy Story Midway Mania or now just Toy Story Mania. Mm -hmm. It's fun and it's interactive. Yes. And yes. I love that. Very fun. Very fun. I know it's a family favorite with a lot of our people as well. Mm -hmm. So down to our last one. This is kind of a sentimental favorite as well. Aww. Spaceship Earth. Our favorite geodesic dome. Is it a dome or sphere? Geodesic sphere? Sphere. Our favorite geodesic sphere. Aww. So for those of you who don't know, it's that giant thing that looks like a golf ball yep. at Epcot. There's actually a ride inside of the golf ball people. It's called Spaceship Earth, and you get on it, you get this little contraption, it's a two-seater, and you ride with your partner uh, basically through history, mm -hmm. through the history of the planet. You start with prehistoric times and weave your way all the way into uh, the our present time and then dream of what the future could be. Nice. Yes. yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. And that's another one of those where they have like the smells. Yes. Like when you go through the burning scene. Rome burning. Rome burning and you mm -hmm. smell that. It's just like, oh man, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, so fun. So fun. So barbecue-y. So woman, how about you? All right. So my last one, but definitely not least, uh -huh. is Splash Mountain. Yay. It was hard to pick one of the mountains. Yes. In... Magic Kingdom, uh -huh. but I had to go with Splash Mountain because I love the storyline and I love, it's just really, it's not one of those rides that you're like on it and it's over. Mm -hmm. Like you really feel like yes. it was worth the wait in line. Yeah. It takes a while. It takes a while. And, and the music. And the music is Zippity great. doo dah, oh, yes. It just puts me in such a good mm -hmm. mood and you're mm -hmm. floating along on your little log. And let me tell you, if you until you crash down five stories. Okay, okay. <laughs> but usually it's hot in Florida, so we all yeah, don't mind a nice yeah, little yeah, yeah, like yeah, splash, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, if you go on this at night, yes, it I've is done it at night. Awesome, yes. because like right before you're gonna splash down, yes, you incredible see the castle, view. incredible all, view, yes, yes, all lit up. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's it's breathtaking. I'm telling you, Disney parks at night. That it's, is where yes. you want to go. I love the parks at night. Amen sister i'm uh, with you there do it all right someday we'll have to do it like a nighttime meetup for our podcast perfect let's do it <laughs> make that happen <laughs>
Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this week. We would love to get to know you through social media. You can reach us at SpoonfulPod. That's S-P-O-O-N-F-U-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. We're also at SpoonfulPod on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can also like us at Facebook.com slash SpoonfulPod. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of Disney sugar on Google Play Music, as well as Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day. Thanks for listening. Spoonful out. Spoonful out.